2: Hello and welcome to Friends with Friends. Uh, I'm Pete, this is Dave. Ahoy,
0: Hi. What are you doing? Ah, oh, the unboxing! The unboxing, Peter. Because it was it was the... Um, oh my god, it's here, it's here, Peter. We discovered oh, it sounds like a lot of, a lot of packaging, uh, packaging. Yeah, the size of the box compared to... Okay, so we discovered that there was, having done the Bamboozled episode, a board game based on Bamboozled. And it's arrived, and I've saved the box and the unboxing like I'm some sort of YouTube influencer until right now. So I have just opened it, Peter. Yeah, as you as you've correctly pointed out, giant box, loads of padding, and then a small board game sized box. It's called the Wheel of Mayhem, Peter. Try me. It says the. Oh, I pressed the wheel. Is what that's the noise? Oh, that sounded
2: like a Jack Russell.
0: It's Joey going... Oh, it is actually Joey. Yeah. Now, on the front, there's uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. On the wheel, there's eight categories.
2: Is this an official Friends product? It does appear
0: to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if it's got a license on the back or anything. I'm quite excited about it, though. It's, I mean, it's got the actual Friends logo on it, so I presume it's at least affiliated. Oh, uh, yeah. Friends and all related characters. Copyright Warner Brothers Entertainment. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, hang on. There's a warning on the game. Knowledge of English required. Um, and then it weirdly says that in French underneath. <laughs> Connaissance d'anglais nécessaire. Oh, um, that was nice. Thank you very much. So here are the categories. Twinning, college graduate, friendly dragon, mayhem master, you're in the jungle baby, lasso myasso. What? Lasso myasso, I guess
2: lasso my asso.
0: you know like lasso schmasso, but my ass lasso my asso. I don't know it's weird isn't it and razzle streaking dazzle and then you've been bamboozled but here's our plan right we're going to do a live show where we play this game yeah
2: yeah that's the plan
0: but here's the thing Pete do you want another thing hmm what does this sound like to you sound like a second box why 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 is there another box I did a thing that I always do. Rather than going down a YouTube rabbit hole, I went down a friend's game rabbit how hole. Much,
2: well, how much have you spent? Do I, uh, do I owe you for this? Because I hope I don't. No,
0: don't worry. It just comes out of the budget. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's that's still my money. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I've got we don't have a budget. No, we don't. We have a small What do you pot. think this is? <laughs> I've got three more games in front of me, Pete. Okay, right. so first up. Is a game called Friends Scene, the friends-filled charades game. Act out the most hilarious scenes from friends. The aim of the... Oh, it's the instructions. <laughs> I, thought I, 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 could read it. I thought I could read it. I love that scene. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so literally, I think it is just charades. The scene where Monica accidentally cuts off Chandler's toe. The scene where Joey sees the hot girl in Ross's building and mimes how are you doing. Hang on, to are her? you
2: given any like script guidance
0: with this? No, or? no, no, no. The instructions just say, divide yourselves into teams of two. The youngest player should start. That's you. Player pick the card should act out the scene written on the card. They cannot make noises or mouth words, but they can use other players as a prop if needed. Yeah, that's it. It's just French rods Okay, that's I say the simplest of the three games. Then we have something called Friends, the interactive quiz, which is in the shape. Peter, oh.
2: What's that? Hi, everyone,
1: and welcome oh, no, to like Central Kirk. Oh, no, don't like it. How are you doing? Who will be the best Friends
2: fan? <laughs> no, I don't
1: like this. I'm going to ask questions about the Friends don't know how to universe. stop it. You have to guess if they are true or false. If it's true, press the perk button. The what? Otherwise, Ooh. press Central. Nice. Let's go.
2: That doesn't... Why would you press Central? Because it's wrong. <laughs> so true fucking hell, how do you stop it? Phoebe lived on the street. Oh no, this is like true. Phoebe with the with the fire alarm. Perk.
1: It
0: was true. Well done. Thanks. how well, do I had to stop it, Jenny? True or so easy.
2: Take it out the room. True. Phoebe gave birth to triplets. Was that a question?
0: True. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, I turn it
0: off.
1: Pete, oh, I no, don't off.
0: I don't like her. Uh, get rid of her. I'm trying to. Shut up. Oh it's starting again, Pete. It's starting again. Uh, 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 I feel like I feel like off, you've wasted your money on that one. It's off, it's absolutely off. But well, we'll use it for something, eh? I feel like we can use it for something at some point. Yeah, a bonfire. So- <laughs> That's Friends the Interactive Quiz. The one with the ball. With the ball? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Ball. And you have an actual ball. Don't be the one to drop the ball. And then you have the ball, Friends ball. What's a Friends ball? Yeah, it's a ball, but it says Friends on it. Well, like. Compete okay. in 50 Friends themed challenges. Okay, here's a challenge. Whenever you throw the ball, do a big fake laugh. Chandler's work laugh. With each throw, the ball must bounce off something in the room. Phoebe's hippity hop. Monica gets competitive. Throw the ball to each other as hard as you can. Joey's the How do you
2: you win there? (laughs) I don't know, Peter.
0: I don't know. How do
2: you measure the strength with which someone's
0: thrown a ball? (laughs) The contents of this game, right? One ball. 50 challenge cards 8 numbered cards and 1 Chandler card (laughs) right
2: what's on the oh no don't 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 open them to find the
0: so you have to compete in the challenges make it to round 5 to win every round the challenges get harder drop the ball 3 times and it's game over so there you go we'll definitely use that uh, like a quiz or a live show at some point eh
2: well I think I think you've showcased uh, a real few incentives to come to the next live show
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come play some bang average board games. Anyway, so there's the unboxing done. Was it worth it? Was it bollocks? I'm not sure it was. Talk about friends.
2: Yes, a double
0: request to this a week. Double request, Peter. Here's the first one, Holly. Hi, guys. Really love the podcast. I think I've listened to every episode like three or four times now. Thanks, that's nice. Um, thank you both for keeping everyone's spirits up. Have we done that? Well, at least Holly's. So that's good. That's a good.
2: Small number of small number of spirits. Number have
0: been of spirits. Kept up. I'd love to request the one where Chandler can't remember which sister. Please, mostly because it's the first episode to air after I was born. <laughs> okay. Bracket. Sorry if that makes you feel old. It bloody does as well. After you were born. Hang on, this is season three. Yeah, so
2: ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Oh, that does make me feel old. She's twenty-five. That's not. Yeah, but that makes me feel old, Pete. Oh yeah, but twenty-five but... is like a, a fully grown adult plus seven years.
0: <laughs> I'm not denying this. Holly, I believe. I fully believe you're an adult. Congratulations on being a fully a fully grown adult. Um, it was also part of the dvd set of eight episodes we had growing up yes yeah we all had those well we had vhs's didn't we Pete? but um i can imagine if you're born in 1997 it was dvds um that was the rachel ross breakup era which first got me into friends the introduction of mark monica and chandler's first off-screen drunken kiss yes good point chandler and ross being awful people and the girls overhearing phoebe have sex please enjoy look forward to hearing this oh hello We've surpassed expectations, Holly says. I look forward to hearing this in the summer of 2023.
2: Wow, beating you by a whole 18 months.
0: Yeah, absolutely in your face, Holly. And she has presented us with a quiz, and she Excellent. tried to copy Amy's presentation style. So um, there you go. How? Well, oh, with a, uh, with a
2: with some a some sort of a Google PowerPoint.
0: PowerPoint, like Google Drive PowerPoint type thing, you know. Fine. And then the second request comes from Helen. Helen, by the way, for context, is the woman that brought us Babe the Pig the Musical, the original suggestion of Babe the Musical, because you used to ask people about dates, remember? Yeah. On dates about Babe, babe the Musical. Um, please can I request the one where Chandler... Oh, yeah, it's the same episode. That's why we're doing it. I, I had my son Joey... Not consciously named after Mr. Tribbiani, but possibly 25 years of have, having him in my life might have had an impact. At the start of lockdown one, it's definitely named after Joey, isn't it? And watched the whole show again from start to finish in the early weeks. Congratulations on having your child in lockdown one. Um, welcome to the world, Joey.
2: Oh, wait, I thought she was congratulating you on having a child.
0: No, 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 that was me. That was me. That was, that was my sort of not reading the message voice. Can you not tell the difference? no no fair. Uh, for some reason this one sticks in my head even though the whole Chandler storyline is a farce it is a farce thanks for keeping me company during the night feeds gives me a reason to look forward to being awake at 4am love helen and joey that's nice isn't it i think that's the first time a baby has requested an episode on this podcast <laughs> and helen sent us a panicky message this week saying i hope two people have requested this because you mentioned on last week's episode that there was a quiz and i have not prepared a quiz <laughs>
2: Oh, no, it's okay. We've got a quiz. It's all fine.
0: We've got Holly's quiz. Do not worry. Um, okay, then. So there you go. It is uh, the one where Chandler can't remember which sister. Season three, episode 11, 465261.
2: Uh, I don't like the ones that end in
0: ones. No. Uh, here's the synopsis, courtesy of Wikipedia. Monica and Rachel's noisy upstairs neighbour is excessively charming. Phoebe confronts him about the noise and ends up dating him. Uh, then Monica and Rachel become uncomfortable when they later hear all of Phoebe's intimate upstairs activities. That, I'd say that synopsis is as long as that plot line.
2: Intimate upstairs activities.
0: Um, meanwhile, Rachel's frustrated with her job, um, vents her frustration to Monica at the diner, and a customer named Mark mentions a vacancy at Bloomingdale's and arranges an interview. Rachel gets the job, but Ross suspects Mark has anterior motives for recommending her. And a drunken Chandler falls around with one of Joey's sisters, but can't remember which one, angering Joey.
2: So I did think right at the start of this episode, when Ross and Rachel sort of sat next to each other on a sofa and just having a laugh with the others, I was like, oh, good, it's like they're a harmonious
0: one. Yeah.
2: And then shortly after, Mark gets introduced, so I was like, oh, God,
0: it's all going to go tits up very quickly. First appearance of Mark, isn't it? Yeah. But should we start with that one, shall we? Should we yeah, start with right. Rachel and Mark? So what i would say is ross is being awful and keeps bringing it up and keeps harping on about it but the the very uh, first instance of this i would suggest he has the the nuggets of a fair point wouldn't you What ross yeah yeah like, like, the scene where uh, rachel is basically going i hate my job mark just does look across and go why well, don't you just have a job at my place basically and he doesn't know anything about her, doesn't know her name, doesn't know yeah, she's got fair. any skills or expertise. I know he doesn't offer her the job, but he says, hey, you got to put yourself out there somewhere to say, I will tell my boss that she should definitely interview you, uh, even though all I know about you is that you don't like making coffee at your current job.
2: And all he's actually witnessed her do is complain about her right. current
0: job. exactly. So he has no knowledge at all that she would be any good at that job, and therefore, to use Ross's logic... One can only presume there was an, an element of some sort of attraction free song there, you know? Yeah, fair. And that is that's that's where I land on the initial st- and then I think Ross spoils it by being an absolute bell, but continue.
2: It would be a bleak world if Ross and also Joey makes the point as well, uh it was true that men only want to help people if they think they're going to get sex out of it.
0: There's a lot of um very sort of blasé references to that. I don't know if it's like a sign of the times, but it was, everybody seems to be happy to just go, men basically don't talk to women unless they want to bang them. That's basically the the attitude that all they all take, apart from Rachel, isn't it? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah cool, that's the way of the world. That's how it all goes. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a strange, uh, and that that's what the frustrating thing is, because in this specific case, I would imagine there's an element of truth to it. Mm, perhaps because otherwise, well, I mean, can you think of a genuine another reason why Mark would just out and out offer someone a job interview on the spot with no <laughs> He's
2: some sort of fashion industry
0: diner-based talent scout. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fair. All right. So let's presume Joanna has said to Mark, here's the thing. We need some new fresh blood around here. I don't want them to uh, be big fashion players. And we need to just go out into town and find someone that likes fashion. A sort go like-
2: find someone who's moaning about their... <laughs> also, why is he... I feel like Mark is a very... Well, given his profession, you'd hope so. Very well-dressed man. Yeah. Why is he in this pretty shitty diner?
0: Yes, well, the Moondance Diner. Um, Why is he there in the middle of the day is the other thing. Why are they all there? Why is Rachel? I mean, Rachel is not only complaining about her job, she's not at her job. She's just bailed on her job to moan about her job in the middle of the day to her friend that works in the diner. Um, Did you watch Tick, Tick, Boom, by the way, on Netflix over Christmas? No, I haven't. A very prominent scene in the very same diner, indeed. Oh, really? Yes, yes. Have you been to the Moondance Diner? No, I haven't actually. It's one of these stops. Is it an actual thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very like it's quite a famous um uh, diner in New York. That was one of the stops on my I sort of made a list of frenzy locations to get a photo outside. And it turns out there's not that many, obviously, because it's just the exteriors and most of them aren't real. But there was that. Yep. There was the Lucia Lortel Theatre, yep. and then obviously there's the fountain in Central Park Central Park, Central Park, which isn't even real, so it's not the right one, Pete. Anyway.
2: No, that's a shame.
0: I oh, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just can't think of any other reason apart from, like you say, if Joanna's sent Mark out on a specific sort of scouting um, mission, like a sort of Britain's Got Talent, like, we need we need random members of the public to work here at Bloomingdale's. Yeah, recruit. Uh, but it is the sort of the start of Ross's insane jealousy, isn't it? It's 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 the first appearance of Mark. It's the first appearance of Ross going a bit off the rails regarding Mark.
2: And at the end of this storyline where Rachel gets the job and there's the bit where she hugs Mark rather than hugging mm. Ross and that's kind of the end of the scene, There is that's quite ominous. You do get a sense that, well, obviously we know for a fact that this that Mark is an issue for quite some time. Um, but th- it does really sort of tee up that he's going to be a problem for them, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the start of trouble, isn't
0: it? And, and I'd, I would say, again, uh, you know, we discussed this a couple of weeks ago, not often you side with Ross in a Ross and Rachel situation. Because yeah. his behaviour is usually bad. But, given that he spent his whole, like, rightly or wrongly, his whole week moaning about feeling jealous about this guy, maybe don't hug the guy that you don't know first when you get a new job. Maybe just have yeah, your voice fair. Out, I would have thought. Um, also, hugging when you get offered a job is is quite odd. Well, yeah. I mean, Rachel gets into trouble for, for kissing her boss on the cheek, doesn't she? That's true. You know, well, there's the whole kissing the, the Mr. Zelner issue later on. And, like, she's willy-nilly happily throwing around a hug to a man she barely knows her and mark are like very friendly and familiar considering again he's just set her up for an interview hasn't aren't they
2: have i ever told you where i got off of my job
0: no is this is a diner a diner in it
2: wasn't well of some sort yes um i i wasn't like i was with the person offering me the job in this place Um, I was in a a, a suburban Weatherspoons (laughs) because uh, he rang me the day after my interview and was like, uh, and he lived quite near me. And he was like, can you think of anywhere in the area of Leeds where uh, I was living at the time? And I kind of panicked and I was like, Weatherspoons," And so I just met him there and he offered me my job in the Spoons. He didn't offer me a job in a Spoons. Yes, I don't work sure. in a Spoons. No. <laughs> but I was in Spoons when I got offered the job. Is that
0: how job offerings work these days? He, he wanted to do it face-to-face? Yes. Is that yeah. normal?
1: Uh,
0: like you've gone for an interview, you ring you up and go, that was, yeah, I had. It feels own. a bit X-factor to be like, can we meet up and I'll give this you... This
2: was in pre-COVID times.
0: Yeah, but still, um, wouldn't they just say, ring you up and say, you got the job, well done, when can you start? What was um, the benefit of meeting in a weather spoons?
1: Uh,
2: the getting to see the joy on my face yeah maybe maybe
0: he's just a big fan of joy and I, i'm absolutely here for that <laughs> fan of joy <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely i just don't know it feels very reality tv do you know what i mean Are you sure you weren't being filmed uh i don't think i was interested he sort of was he saying the spoon did he go pete I've got bad news you're going home to put on some work clothes because <laughs> you've got the job <laughs>
2: I was slightly disappointed because I anticipated being out of work for a little bit longer and had sort of plans to do <laughs> fuck all for a bit. And then I had to go and do a job.
0: Um, not much else to the Rachel Lamarck plot at this stage, is there? It's like you say, just the start of that journey. No, it's
2: very much teeing it all up.
0: Two tiny little details from this plot line, though. Uh, we learn that Rachel, as part of her job at Fortunata Fashions, is uh, she has to take old ladies to the bathroom. Yeah.
2: Yes, I, it's very reductive, her job, isn't it? I, and I don't mean that in terms of anybody who helps old ladies to the toilet no. has a reductive job at all. But obviously that shouldn't... I don't understand how that falls into her... Well, that's a very specialised uh, job more
0: than anything, isn't it? Like that's, well, that's, absolutely. That's kind of it, isn't it? There are people specially trained and do excellent work doing that sort of thing. I
2: just don't understand how uh, in her job in the fashion industry that's required.
0: No, quite. Absolutely. And then the other thing was when she does call Mark, because he doesn't call her, does he, over the weekend? Because he left a number at work or something. Um, he goes into an astonishing amount of detail about his niece's school homework.
2: Yeah.
0: And a whole like Ross was like, "That sounds made up," and it, it kind of does sound made up. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I left the number at work," and then I had to help my niece with a project on this. That, and I was like flipping oh, heck! Oh, that's going to be a question in the quiz, isn't it? Now, as I, I, I was saying, I was like, "I bet that's a question." I can't remember what the niece's project was on.
2: Of course, we do eventually learn that Mark does indeed want a banger.
0: Well, this is the other problem, isn't it? We've got we've got the benefit of of knowing what happens later, and actually, as much as you want. Oh wanna, my god, Ross is right. Yeah, as much as you, you want to not side with Ross, that is basically what ends up happening, isn't it? Yeah. So it's really hard to argue with. That. I don't think Ross deals with it at all well. But ultimately, as I sort of said at the start,
2: kind of got a point.
0: Kind of got a point, hasn't he? Kind of. That is the most supportive we'll ever be of Ross on this podcast. He's kind of got a point, I guess. (laughs) And we should just knock the noisy neighbor plot line out of the gate because it's really just ha- noisy neighbor. Phoebe goes up, dates him. They hear her having sex. Then she hears him cheating on her at the end.
2: Why does he, uh, from their apartment, it sounds like they live below the Swedish chef.
0: Yes, yes. It's um, It's not explained in the way sound works, why they can hear it very clearly and also very unclearly at all at the same time, you know? And also, it's
2: very clear that the noises we're hearing are just really talking behind <laughs> my hand right <like> there. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not how floors work, is it? If you can hear it that well, you'd be able to hear more detail, I would suggest. It's
2: sort of like the acoustics of when you live in uni halls with the paper-thin walls and you can hear things going on either the side. Like it's They can hear a lot, mm, can't they? Yeah, no, um, they,
0: they can hear a lot, which brings up a very pertinent point I believe Peter because they can hear all this noise because he's taking the carpets up right yeah now Monica and Rachel have wooden floors have hard floors through their apartment and Mr Heckles constantly complains about the noise
2: (laughs) maybe he's got a point maybe he's got a
0: fucking point is that why he's always if he can hear that all through the first couple of seasons no wonder he's moaning yeah fair point Mr. Heckles, you are forgiven. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Um, but yeah, so Phoebe goes up, gets seduced by him. They start dating. They all get very uncomfortable hearing Phoebe having sex. And then she hears him having sex with somebody else and presumably doesn't date him anymore. Yeah, the, And the, oh, the boys try and go up and sort of kick his ass, don't they? There's a lot of references then, to sort of ass-kicking. Joey's talking about punching yes, Chandler. Yes, like, and
2: I, I don't think that Joey strikes me as being very punchy.
0: No, no, well, quite... Um but he's he's got a lot of sort of built up testosterone in this episode, hasn't he? He doesn't want to punch everyone. Uh, talking of which, shall we should we move on to the Chandler and the sisters plot line then?
2: Yeah, which starts at a party that has the classic friends party at ap- well, I was gonna say atmosphere, lack of atmosphere.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lack of atmosphere, some strangers having a bit of a dance and a quiet sing. And in this case, uh Chandler off his tits on Vodka jellies. I think we've had a vodka jelly. They absolutely have had a number of vodka jellies, but here's the thing about vodka jellies jello shots, as you uh yanks apparently call them. Uh, I haven't had one at a party since I was, I'd say, 15.
2: Yeah, they are very, very late teens, <laughs> it's aren't they?
0: Teenage that is a teenage drink. What are they? arseing around with these at the age of 26, 27. I have no idea. Or like offered
2: round on a Friday night in a revolution.
0: Yeah, yeah. It feels like a very strange thing and they only seem to have made about 10 of them because Chandler's had them all. (laughs) It's like they've sort of gone for the vodka jelly shots but they haven't really committed to the idea. And Uh, they've dyed his tongue like a slush puppet. Yeah, they really have. I mean, they are pure vodka as Joey says but they they, they clearly aren't because they must have jelly in them, right? So there must be a a fair element of the jelly because you can't just freeze vodka into a jelly. Um, Because vodka famously... Vodka
2: infamously doesn't freeze. Doesn't doesn't...
0: freeze, exactly. So I would suggest even if Chandler's had eight or ten of them, that is not not enough to get him the level of drunk he is. Mm. He is. He's gone, isn't he?
2: I love the arrival of... um of Joey's sisters who who look like they've borrowed wigs from the cast of House of Gucci. Like, there's just a <laughs> lot of big hair.
0: Looking at... Because that we don't see any of them again, do we? I mean, we do, but none of the ones We that, see
2: one who is, is absolutely not there currently.
0: Yes, exactly. And then even in the Joey spin-off, which we've been watching a lot of...
2: Yes, we see another one, we yes. We see
0: another one. And actually, later on... Who's blonde. Yeah, who's completely blonde and completely different. So they recast... Every time they have, they need a sister to actually be a part of a storyline. <laughs> they completely recast them. So I think they've just good. It feels like they've just gone to one of like Joey's auditions. You know when he's in a room with loads of people that just look like him and gone right. We'll have all seven of you. You all look similar enough.
2: After Chandler gets with one of them, yeah. and he's like going through the motions of trying to sort of find a way to apologize. Um, you don't need to. Uh, maybe this. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> no, you're, you don't right. you're right. Need absolutely to, like, right. <laughs> let someone down easily. After you've got off with them at a party, like, he, he writes them a letter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, exactly what I thought. I'm not sure Mary Angela would care that an incredibly, like, clearly incredibly drunk man that she snogged at sort of 2am in a cupboard at a party isn't necessarily up for marriage.
2: Yeah, you know I, mean? <laughs> I, I think she'd probably get the hint if you like didn't hear from
0: didn't hear you for a couple me, of yeah. days,
2: and, and yet instead, a couple of days after she's forgotten you've existed, yes. she's got to get a letter in the post.
0: <laughs> Although, having said that, he's obviously doing it partially to appease Joey. But again, it, it would have been very easy to explain your way out of that situation and go, "Look, I'm sorry. We just had a we just had a snog." Uh, all the best. It was a pie, you know. See you later. But then mm. it does appear that when he goes round to their house, they've all been talking about Chandler. Yes, it's true. There's a strange thing about this. The grandma's house, where obviously Mary Therese is also really into into Chandler. And why
2: is she so horny at a family <laughs> meal? <laughs> like the whole follow me out of the room and like getting him up against the wall. Like f- chill out.
0: Really strange, isn't it? Really strange. If you're trying to hit on him, don't just do it mid dinner, eh? Yeah, go back to the table and finish your tiramisu. Yeah, absolutely. And the same goes for all of them. They all leave poor grandma just having dinner <laughs> yeah. cuz they all just wander out to confront Chandler. There is actually a deleted bit of uh, in the in the sort of TV version which, which where the grandma comes in. And says, where have you all gone? And then I think Joey says, hey, grandma, something's on, you know, her favourite programs on telly. And she just goes, ooh, and leaves. (laughs) Oh. So that sort of explains it. But without that scene, they have just left her at the dinner table, haven't they? Yeah, she's been, yeah. Abandoned, having made... My fault
2: Chandler gets beaten up by siblings.
0: Yeah, and famously, not a woman you'd want to piss off. No, it's true. She's, as Joey explains, a, a fiery lady who has a history of... You know, being pretty badass. It's true. Um, so Chandler's made out with Mary Angela. He doesn't know which one it is. They go around to the house. Mary Therese hits on him and then yeah, Cookie punches Chandler. Um having you know, having said that thing, actually though, about Chandler not having to write her a letter, she does look pretty hurt when she walks in, Mary Angela, doesn't she? You know, which yep. one's Mary Angela? She's like, I am.
2: Oh, she could also take issue with her own sister in that situation. It is odd, that, isn't it? It is odd. A, the they, sister, ma- she's like, oh, yeah, fine. But Chandler, dickhead.
0: Yeah, and they've been talking, clearly, because Mary Angela's told her that, oh, he's got really soft lips. And I presume in that moment, Mary has either gone, oh, I'd like to have a kiss on them, or she's gone, oh, and then sort of banked the secret information gone, oh, I'm going to secretly have a go on them. Uh, And either way, you'd be a bit pissed off with your sister if you were that into Chandler, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think
2: so. Um,
0: So, yeah, all in all, slightly confusing situation. And we don't really get to see the fallout of Joey basically allowing one of his sisters to assault Chandler, do we?
2: You also probably wouldn't want your sister's sloppy seconds, would you? Which is a sentence I've never said before.
0: No, I don't think you would. No, certainly not if that was Chandler as well. Um, We also get a slightly glossed over reference to Chandler basically forcing himself onto everybody at the party.
2: Yeah, which does not paint him in a good light at all. He doesn't,
0: does it? he? he sort of, he's snogged all of them, including Ross.
2: Yeah, that's a great little moment, actually, the reveal of Ross saying that's okay. Yes,
0: yeah, it is a, it is a really nice moment. Um, but there you go. Let's. It's not ours to judge these fictional scenarios, is it, Peter?
2: Well, we, we've absolutely done a podcast oh, out all, of actually, judging yeah, fictional scenarios. Fair, that's that, very much our premise. That is all we do, isn't it?
0: Yes, yeah. I, I retract that. That's our entire MO. And then
2: spend lots of money on board games hey
0: do you want to do a quiz no I want to do oh no should we do some quotes favourite lines yeah my favourite lines from the show Um, I really liked she was like the sixth person to spit on Mussolini's hanging body
2: yeah that was good Um, I also like Ross's delivery of sounds like Mark wants to have some sex
0: yeah Ross does some really good lines amongst his terrible terrible sort of jealousy rage doesn't he
2: yeah um, yeah the other bit is uh, don't tell me men are nice this is men man. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: and when Joey's sisters arrive and Phoebe says she's having a vodka and cranberry and Cookie says that's the exact same drink I made right after I shot my husband <laughs> yeah. and Phoebe's retort was I don't know how to talk to you and just walks off really yeah. nice moment
2: now do you want to do a
0: quiz yes I would like to do a quiz please Peter right ready yep always
2: question one what card did the friends choose in Joey's magic trick
0: oh, oh no it's a
2: five but I can't remember what of
0: five of clubs
2: incorrect five of hearts.
0: dang <clears throat> very funny by the way that cold open we haven't talked about that that Joey yeah, I love it when Joey thinks he's being really really clever and yeah. fooling everyone and it's, it's it's like Joey's bad acting it's, uh, uh, it's
2: and they're polite humouring yeah too. it's
0: so lovely isn't it there's the other one where he he does the card trick later on in the season he's like is this your card and he's still holding the card yeah um, it's the same same energy Really, here for Uh
2: question two Where did Mark once work sorting mannequin heads?
0: Like the mannequin hut or something like that?
2: Uh, what are you thinking of sunglass hut? Um, mannequins Plus.
0: Mannequins Plus. <laughs> Is that a real place?
2: I uh, don't know, surely not. Question three What drink did Cookie make for herself Right after she shot her husband?
0: Vodka cranberry I pressed it too early
2: <laughs> uh, you, you were very confident so there So confident is a vodka you cranberry You have got that right Yeah yes. uh, Question four Which of Joey's sisters Had big hair and airplane earrings? I don't know this
0: Mary Therese I guess Dina Dina Oh god no I don't remember this at all no. I don't oh, I didn't take any of those details in <phone rings>
2: And finally, what did you say was going to be a question?
0: Oh, I think I've remembered what it is, though.
2: Okay, okay. go. Well, the question is, what was Mark's niece's report on?
0: The Pioneers? It's correct! Yes! (laughs) Well done. I I sounded distracted for the last half of the podcast because I was trying to desperately think of that. But I'm glad I did because it gave us an extra point and we didn't do very well on that quiz, Pete, so I'm pleased we at least saved some face at the end.
2: Um. Next week's episode is also a double requester,
0: Mm -hmm. and
2: one of them has also provided a quiz. Quiz? Yeah, I don't know why I said that (laughs) way. Um, uh, We are staying in season three, and we are hopping back by three whole episodes to uh, a Friends classic, I'd say. Go the on. one with the giant poking device.
0: Oh, an absolute Friends classic. Yes, good. So we're going to... We did this a couple of episodes ago where we hopped back to see the start of the thing we just talked about, and this is now the the, the start of... This is when Janice and Chandler break up, isn't it? So we've just seen the aftermath of it, and now we're going to go back to it as a sort of origin story. Exciting! A good episode. I'm looking forward to that. Something to look forward to, Dave. I will see you, Peter, next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.